It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is 545. It's 44 degrees in Anchorage. It's 40 in Eagle River. The Rick Rydell radio program takes to the airwaves broadcasting as the last great bastion of common sense thinking. Let me do the introductions around the radio station. That way you'll know who all the players are. In the newsroom, hunting, gathering the news, as he and his family have done for eons, the latest and the youngest in the Alaska clan of roadies, to use the news as his sustenance. Scott Rody in the newsroom. In master control, making the noises happen when the noises should, the sounds happen when the sound should, and the music happen when the music should. Would you give it up for our producer and my good friend? It's Mike Ortega. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Happy... Friday three day weekend thingy. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this I don't is get uh, days off. None, not one. No, you get three mornings off though. Mm, or do you, can, well, you come up with an excuse to come in here on Monday? Yeah, I got to come in here on Monday because if I don't come in, I, oh, I don't get paid. I need to have right, that you, money. You, you, I got to have the money. You really don't have to come in. You just you just have to come in, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I do come in, and there's always work to do. I mean, there's yeah, always if, stuff that I could be doing that I don't get done because I don't have the time or I put it off. Right, and so right. those are ideal days to come in and take care of that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, so you'll be here Monday, but I won't be. Yeah. I, uh, I Normally, normally, you know, it's, it's weird how Memorial Day becomes these different things. Because it used to be I would be guiding, and so on Memorial sure, Day I would go, sure. it's go a, I'd be working. It's a big outdoors, right? uh, theoretically. Big outdoors it, thing. Yeah, it is. And then for a while, I would take Friday, and I would take Saturday off of guiding. Because, you know, I would guide, you know, on the weekends after my right. radio show and stuff. Uh, and I would take uh, that Saturday off, and I would make a jaunt and leave Anchorage at midnight so I could hit the Nanilchik by 4 a.m. Well, that sounds good. Are you going to do any fishing this uh, this weekend then or hunting? Go um, if, kill if, a I, yeah, if I was, was going to do that, if I was going to do the fishing thing, that would be my secret. And, and the reason why I would do it that way, and if anybody wants to steal these ideas, I'm talking about like, you know, Deep Creek, the Anchor, Nanilchik, uh, anywhere where there actually are going to be kings that you can keep because it's, you know, it's not like it should be. I mean, they really shut a lot of stuff down, but... Um, the reason, you know, I mean, so many people, the river opens at midnight tonight, right? Oh, okay. On Friday night. You know, it's a, it's a Memorial Day weekend fishery. It's a weekend yeah. fishery. And it's the first time it's opened all year. And so at the stroke of midnight, well, at 11.58, everybody is standing there ready to cast. And all of a sudden, you know, the stroke of midnight, everybody start casting. Well, I always have um, uh, believed that they pretty much catch most of the fish that are in the fishable part of the river between midnight and, and 2 a.m. Well, that makes sense. So if, 
Sure. So if you leave Anchorage at midnight, you're arriving about four, about all the time that they all went and caught their fish, uh, went and had a few beers, passed out and got sleeping. You usually have the river to yourself about four o'clock in the morning. And usually another tide has come through and more fish have come in. Oh, okay. So it's a good time to be out there to catch some fish. It's, it's, it's a damn good time. And, of course, the joke we used to have was uh, your limit's one per ball cap. Right. But uh, I wouldn't encourage that, nor do I support that in any way. No, so, no, uh, of course not. Right. Uh, so but how, that was, how many ball caps do you usually keep on yourself? Back in those days? Yeah. I'd have half a dozen. <laughs> At least. Right. A couple jackets. Right. Right. Yeah. right. Just in uh, case. But anyway, just in case, you know. But um, but no, the uh, that that was for a long time what the tradition was, and um, no, I think I'm going to um, I think I'm going to go mushroom picking. Oh, you're older now. Well. I've got other bear trips planned, and I okay. just don't know that I want to deal with the crowds at the rivers when I've got certain set fishing trips coming up later. And, and you know the bears are out. They've already eaten, eaten like four dogs in, in the state. Oh, yeah, thing. right, yeah. right. Well, and they've ripped up a couple of car doors in Eagle River. And That's know, right, so. eating some chickens, that kind of stuff. Small, right. small game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they're, no, they're out, and that's not... You know, I, I've already been hunting for them. That's not... That's not a uh, um, a deal. Although this is a good weekend for it, and next weekend's always a good weekend for that too. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, so that's uh, this weekend is I think um, uh, going to be some of that stuff. Um, but if I were looking for you know a place to go, I would think about that drive at uh, midnight, and uh, and and plus after midnight, you know, there's a lot of those motorhomes are off the road. If you, I don't know if you ever noticed that they take off. Usually they they shut down by 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. Well, they're old yeah. people. Well, they are, and they're driving these big giant things, and they shut down. Um, I mean, that's the joy of, of of them is that, you know, if you're running in the, in the middle of the night, you usually don't see them, just a bunch of other crazy people like yourself. And um, anyway, so it all kicks off this weekend, but that's uh, that's pretty much my deal. So why don't we get our uh, commercial break out of the way, come back, we'll talk about what is on the agenda for this Friday broadcast. We'll uh, do it after this. Don't go away. It is 5.53. By the way, just check the uh, tide table. Um, high tide is at... 1249 that means there's going to be a rush of fresh fish um down in the nilchick anyway on the nil the nilchick and deep creek which are really cool places to learn how to catch kings by the way because they're tiny little creeks and you need massive fish and you run up and down the bank chasing them hoping they don't break your line or wrap you around a bush or another fisherman uh but it's almost yeah 1249 is high tide so um yeah the next incoming is going to be um way later in the day just so if you were thinking of that theory just throw that out there all right uh well ortega's kind of chomping at the bit here i can see it in his face because he gets very excited when it comes to this day of the week because this day is that day where you are in charge of the content of the radio program we throw caution to the wind here 
and and delegate the authority granted me once by contract, no longer by contract, but once by contract by um, uh, iHeartMedia, back when they were called Clear Channel uh, or AMFM Radio, contractually gives me the power and the authority of 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 total control over the content of the airways, then I delegate that authority to you. Same thing, I just don't have the contract anymore, nor do I have the incredible amounts of pay. I mean, it's still twelve fifty one an hour, but I just have an hour left less now. Uh, and, and so you dial in at 522-0650, and you be the captain today. I'll be more like the first mate rather than normally. It's like, you know, me barking orders. And um, now today you bark orders and decide what it is that uh, we talk about on this, the most uh, influential, popular, and powerful radio broadcast the state of Alaska has ever seen, and you're in charge of it. It's 522-0650. All I ask is you attempt to make your topic interesting, entertaining, or engaging. If you stumble trying to reach one of those goals, I will jump in and try and make you interesting, entertaining, or engaging. I'm very talented at the latter of those three. So any combination, one or any combination of those criteria gets met. Your thoughts, your comments, your mere ideas will be broadcast to literally tens and tens of people. This is Free Forum Friday. You pick the line on which this ship sails. I will help you simply trim the sails to keep that line, but you're in charge. And if you dial right now, you can be the first kid on your block to take control of this radio broadcast and be heard by literally from the north side of Fairbanks all the way down to Homer, except that little spot over in Muldoon where the signal gets kind of kind of flaky. All the way from the border of Canada to halfway out the Aleutian Islands, except for that spot right up there as you take that turn into turn again arm and it kind of fades out. Everywhere but there, your voice will ring across the land with the message you're choosing to send. What will it be? This is that moment in history where you decide not only what that is, you decide your legacy. Should this be the last time you speak? Think about it. This is your chance. The ears of Alaska are open. What will you put into them? It's 5220650. This is Free Forum Friday. It's the Rick Rydell Radio Program. I'm going to get a cup of coffee. We'll kick this thing off right after this news break and the commercials. All we're waiting on is you at 5220650. We'll be right back. It is 608. Here we are. It's Free Forum Friday. It's you in charge of the content of the radio program. And Ken is going to kick us off with his road report as he's driving in on the highway. Morning. Happy weekend, sir. Hey, guy. You know, I wish I could share the view this morning as you come across the valley and make your way to the dead calm lakes that are mirroring everything it was quite it's quite the ride it's, it's a beautiful day i bet i bet yeah so what uh, the uh, road is actually dead, dead empty almost and, uh, everybody's just flying north people do have to go to work but mm-hmm. one one thing i'd like to do and this, this is not entertaining but something that i notice every year is uh people like to thank veterans and cops and everybody else firemen this is memorial day and uh, as a veteran, I feel really funny when someone says that. It, we're not worthy. It's for the fallen. 
they paid yeah. the ultimate price. We paid little in comparison. So this is their I, day. Just, it's just something I see, and it's like, what the heck? Why do they say this? Man? I don't know if it's because nobody ever told them or what, but just think about it. It's not it's not for the people that are alive. It's Memorial Day for yeah. people falling. And, uh, you know, the uh, they have a ride up there. We have a, a memorial up there, uh, past Cantwell, up there, it looks out at uh, Denali. And there's a ride up there this weekend. You can look it up on the Abate page, Alaska Abate. I don't remember the time, but... The thing that's special about that trip going up there is that uh, everybody there is a long way. Everybody there really wants to be there. So it, yeah. it's probably the best memorial, so, uh, not celebration, but uh, remembrance uh, activity that we have. And uh, last year, of course, Lisa and, and, uh, and Secretary of Interior Inc. flew in for right. it in a, in a big right. I don't remember what kilo it was. But it was neat, and all the combat veterans rode in. It was pretty. It was really special up there. And when you see the combat veterans, people that see these folks, they look like bikers. They are bikers, but they've got red patches on there. People kind of call them red patchers. These are guys that uh, they lost brothers and sisters out there on the battlefield, right. and uh, they dodged swap bullets with the enemy. So uh, on Veterans Day, remember those guys because you'll see them out today. But remember what they look like, and then on Veterans Day, thank them. I, I, yeah. I know they'll appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's a good message, good, uh, and just keep keep it um, keep the lines clean, and um, then the uh, honor goes to the right people. Oh, at Copper River, I have one thing to say about Copper River. Those fish know that it was a cold, delayed spring as well. They'll pick up. <laughs> they'll I'm sure hoping so, because uh, I got plans up there. So, all right, my friend. Uh-huh. That that uh, Coquina River is gorgeous. You know, I don't. A lot of people don't go up there, and I guess that's good. But man, alive is that, and that lake up there with that aqua blue water. That I've gone up there many, 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 many times, and uh, it's pretty spotty. It is a special place. You get the grayling and the, the dollies coming out of the bottom of the lake there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, have a great all right, hey, drive. And have a great weekend, and uh, talk to you soon. Take care. All right, it's five two two zero six five zero. Warren, good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Rick. Yeah, uh, Ken hit it right on the head. Uh, Monday's the day when we honor all the fallen. So, yep. And uh, I'm going to be down on the park ship uh, for that one. So, uh, But uh, called called about fishing. <laughs> yeah. Where are you yeah. going? Are you going to go out fishing this weekend? Uh, I've already been invited. Uh, some people want me to head out tonight, so uh, I'm, I might go join them tonight. But uh, I, I'm just wondering about the Anchorage Assembly, though. Does anybody on the Assembly have any inkling as to why they close, you know, the ship creep down after uh, after midnight or whatever? It was at 11 or midnight, and it was, I mean, what was it, 20 years ago they shut it down? Yeah, but like I said, I don't think anybody really knew why, and they're talking they want more people downtown. Uh, Right. uh, Oh, but they only want people downtown at the times when they want people downtown. They don't want people downtown after, you know, after the bars close or after midnight, because then bad things happen. 
well, it's, it's time for good things to happen like fishing. So. Yeah. Well, you know, and I was really bothered when they closed it down because I was like, you know, how do you how do you close the river down for non-biological, non-conservation reasons? Because yeah. it's not for conservation of the fish, right? No, well, no it's not. I'm, I'm just saying that I don't think anybody knows why it's shut down for the tides. And oh no no! They, they shut it down. They shut it down because they thought it was uh, it was a bad element at night and bad things were happening. <laughs> That's why they thought there was. You know, they thought well, the crime might continue or go on or something. Well, all that shifted to the daytime, so maybe night <laughs> good for fishing. It just shifted uh, everywhere else in town, right? Yeah, with Senate Bill ninety one, um, but. Yeah, that was the reason why is that, that they they shut shut down uh, fishing at Ship Creek, which again, like I said, without without a, a reason, without a conservation reason for the resource, I was really bothered by that. But yet, so, so it's, I it's, guess it's I was time to open it back up. Okay, I, I would I, I'd, I'd be for that. I mean, I used to fish there in the middle of the night. I did too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you there were. It. I mean, I remember. I remember there. There wasn't a huge crowd that would be there, you know, at three and four in the morning. But there was a there was a group of us. Yeah, you don't have to go far. The fish are there, and you go with the tides. And you know, <laughs> you just aren't going to catch a fish when the tides aren't there. And yeah, tides, the tides are. You know, tides, tides are running right. Whether it's morning or night, you know, they just no. They're just there. <laughs> They just happen, right? So, yeah. well, this might be your one-man uh, campaign to reopen Ship Creek through the uh, uh, the morning tides. Well, I'm I'm going to go ask. So there's no harm yeah. in asking. You no, know me; I'm not shy not. about that. So that'll do it. <laughs> All right. Well, are you going north or are you going south? Which way are you going fishing if you go this weekend? Uh, south. South. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be looking for uh, looking for stories and looking for pictures coming up after the weekend, buddy. Okay, yeah, your radio station started the fish report, so so construction season is officially here. <laughs> there you go, that's it. Drive safe. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hopefully, happy Memorial Day weekend. And let me see if I can get Steve on. Um, before Ortega, can you flick the toggle switch for Steve's phone call real quick? Mine uh, went down again. Um, Steve on line three before we have to run a commercial break. Steve, good morning, sir. Good morning. How you doing, Rick? I'm good. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, same to you. Um, yeah, I was just uh, I've been thinking, which is usually a dangerous thing, but um, the 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 prison down in Seward wants to buy these virtual reality goggle uh, things for the prisoners. I was thinking maybe they could uh, shell out a few more bucks, buy a pair for the governor, so he can uh, prepare to his transition to not governor in November, and it won't be such a shock, you know, when it happens. Just the virtual reality of uh, you got nothing to do today. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Go go try to take somebody else's money, or you know, 
whatever you whatever you're gonna do, just leave us the hell alone. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll uh, see if we can put that uh, uh, appropriation in the next uh, bill uh, for the next session. But uh, um, yeah, I, you know, do you think we ought to be buying those for the prisoners? No. If they yeah. want to, I called and talked to Mike yesterday. I said the same thing. If they want to visualize a reality where they're not in prison, don't commit crimes. Uh, that would be the easiest way. Yeah, I mean, that that kind of, you know, it's a novel concept. But, uh, yeah. Or maybe if they want to know what it's like to be, in, you know, not be in prison, they can take half their money, give it to somebody else. Uh, they can pay for their own room and board and food and, you know, just... Then they can find out what doing crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, buddy. Thanks for bringing it up. Good uh, good message today. Take care. All right. right, Have a good one. You too. 5220650. It is one week from today. That, that all the races will be decided. You know, the the landscape will be set for this next gubernatorial race. There are rumors about d- different people getting in that are running pretty rampant right now. There is one week left before the filing deadline uh, next Friday at 5 p.m., and everything will be decided at that point. And then we can see the lay of the land. But uh, the entire election will come down to who files in this next week and, um, and, and especially be watching one week from today. All right, our phone lines are open. This is Free Forum Friday. You and your phone call is about the only thing we have missed so far. So why don't you remedy that by calling 522-0650. You should get right in. We'll be right back. It is 623, 44 degrees in Anchorage, 44 in Eagle River. The Alaska landmine, by the way, this morning is reporting that uh, Mead Tred- Treadwell is considering stepping into the uh, gubernatorial race. Um, and the rumor is that the uh, rumor being said is that Scott Hawkins uh, may be considering stepping out um, because of his cancer thing. Um, but um, but anyway, like I said, you know, by next Friday, that's the deadline for everybody to sign in, and we may ha- we may have a very different looking landscape. We may have this very same landscape to look at, but um, but it's really hard to tell what it's going to turn out and who's going to win if you don't know everybody who's going to run. Uh, Mary, welcome to Freeform Friday. Good morning. Good morning. I'd like to add a little quiet freebie to the day. Happy birthday to me. I'm 86 today. Are you really? Yes, sir. Well, congratulations. That's a pretty uh, awesome milestone. Well, thank you, and it's going to be a quiet one. That might be a a nice one to have. What uh, what do you think, uh, in, in the 86 years you've walked this beautiful earth, what's been your high point and what do you think's been the low point? Living with the same man, loving him for 87 years. He passed away nine years ago, four kids, uh, six grandchildren, and four great-grandchildren. Life awesome. is good. Life is good. Yes, yep. if, you just, if you just grab a hold of it and take it, right? Um, take advantage of it, and um, if you've got a, something to do, do it. Yeah, there may not be a tomorrow. You should do it today, too, right? Oh, I hadn't thought of it that way. But, you know, I just I, you can't depend on everybody to do everything for you. Right. Yeah. Ain't that and, the And um, it, it's kind of nice. Yeah. 
Well, happy birthday, Mary. Glad you shared it with us. You betcha. Thank you. Have a good day. Take care. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. It's, uh, let me go to Rob on line oh. two. Rob, welcome to Free Forum Friday. Hey, Rick. Thanks a lot. Um, um, at the top of the hour, were you talking about Clutina River? Uh, we have been talking about that, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went there years ago, man. It is a gorgeous place. Isn't it? The- and, oh, my gosh, yes. And, you know, I, I, I remember I, maybe it was back in the fall or was it a year ago they were trying to restrict access up that road? Is that right? Yeah, it was the, um, it was the uh, governor and the uh, attorney general trying to negotiate away your rights of travel on the road. Okay, and that didn't that didn't pass or go through. Thank God, thank God, the uh, native corporation they were trying to negotiate your rights away didn't go for the deal. Thank God. Okay, great, great, right. So oh, yeah, they yeah. were. It was it was an RS twenty four seventy seven right away, and it's uh, you know like the it's like the textbook case one, and it would be precedent setting, um, and they almost threw it away. Wow. All right. Yeah. Hey, man, thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah. it. Have a good weekend. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Take care. You too. Too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's um. You know, when when you're looking at what is the what is the role of government? What is their job? Well, is it to negotiate away your rights to get something else, or is it to secure and maintain your rights? And the truth is, um, you are endowed with certain unalienable rights from your creator. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men and and women. And so for them to try and negotiate away a right that you had is the very antithesis of why they're a government in the first place. And I am. I was very bothered by that one. But uh, anyway, we'll take a quick uh, commercial break. We'll be back. 627, the Rick Rydell Radio Program. Stand by. 37, 44 in Anchorage, 40 in Eagle River. This is Free Forum Friday, where the subjects are wide open. You can talk about virtually anything you want. As a matter of fact, you're in charge of that of which we speak. But you have to take action, and that action is dialing the numbers 5220650. Then, when you've taken that and you've, you've exercised that, then you have control of this, the airwaves of one of the most powerful radio broadcasts the state of Alaska has ever seen. And it's, uh, that's probably why I think that we became that, is because that, uh, you, know, you, you step up and you take control on days like today. Um, and it makes it much more interesting. So 5220650, got a few lines open. You'll get right in if you dial real quick. Joe on line one, good morning, sir. Thank you, Rick. Uh, happy Memorial Day weekend to you, all your listeners. And, Not you know, I, I'm very thankful that you gave me a great opportunity yesterday to, to talk about uh, the proposed Pebble Prospect. But, you know, all that talk about Clutina has got me really excited, and I grabbed that <laughs> phone today. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just that time of year, though, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. I can't wait. Right. Uh, I am going up to Clutina. I'm working on the uh, historic cabin at mile 18. Oh, nice. But, uh, the, the 17B easement is the only easement that is legally in, in effect right now because Atna rejected the Bill Walker's uh, right. proposals. Right, right. But if anybody goes up there, they, they want you to get a uh, Atna permit. Right. They're usually $15 a day, uh, 150 for a family for a year. 
I keep a boat up there. They charge me $75 a year because I go up by myself with my dogs. Right. 44 Magnum and my uh, Model 94. And I keep nice. them very available to grab. There's a lot of silver tip grizzlies up there, a lot of black bears up there. And if you've yeah. never been up there before and you drive up, you want to go to the lake, you need to be careful. There's like 25 big water holes you got to drive through. Mm-hmm. And if you drive on the wrong side of those water holes, even with four-wheel drives, you're going to get stuck. So you bring a come along, a uh, winch would be nice, uh, chainsaw, always a tree or two across the trail. It's seldom used. There's a few, yeah. a little bit of private property up there, not much. But once you get there, you're going to thank Rick that you are in heaven. Yep, you are. It's beautiful. Really, spot. really nice. Yeah, reason why absolutely. I called is uh, just to finish off yesterday, Kennecott was a tunnel mine. And the the pebble p- uh, proposal is going to be an open pit. If you go to well, Kennecott, I think I think the Pebble East is uh, is is talking about being in the underground, though. What's that? I think the Pebble East is is going to be more of a tunnel. There's going to be the one part that's supposed to be, at least at the latest proposal I've read about, it's like one part's going to be open pit and another part's going to be an underground. I don't, I don't, I didn't know about that. Uh, there's uh, several proposals and and layers of of uh, getting the gold out, but right. Kennecott, you go look. That's my favorite mine. It's a tunnel mine. You can't even tell there was a mine there. Yeah. And of course, on the Kennecott, all the ore was uh, railroaded to Cordova. Yep. And taken to, uh, and then steamship to Tacoma smelter. So there's not going to be uh, uh, slur, uh, uh, slurry left over from uh, uh, recovering the gold. Right. So it's I thought we got. I thought we got. Yeah, I thought. I thought we got to a pretty any good streams. I thought we got. I thought we got to a pretty good place. Salmon streams. I so thought we two got to a pretty good different types of mines, but I'm gonna I, leave I, it at that. So I can no. I thought we got to a pretty good place yesterday when we agreed that um, they should go through the process to try and prove whether they can do it or not. And I am in totally agreement with you on that. And maybe in about a month or so, we'll talk about it again if I can. And I uh, want you to reiterate to to have a, a good Memorial weekend and and to keep those lines tight. Yeah, you too, buddy. All right, uh, be safe out there. Take care. See you. Thank you. All right, five two two zero six five zero. That's always been the point with with Pebble is that um, you know there is a process out there um, that they have to go through, and 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 that's all I have ever. You know, I'm not for Pebble Mine. I'm for the companies going through the process to see if they can shore up that they can do it in a, in a, in a uh, 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 cost-effective and responsible way. And if they can, then I think they should be able to move forward. If they can't, then they should be shut down and you know maybe find someone who can. Uh, that's all it's ever been. So, But I know that we get into this, this uh, when we start talking about controversial issues like this, uh, we get into this point where someone is totally against it, and if you're not totally against it, then you must be for it. 
And while, you know, I suppose you could argue that to be true, that I'm, I'm not totally against it, therefore I'm for it, I am for the process. I'm not necessarily for the mine. I want Pebble to be able to go through the process of protection that we have laid out, the process of protection and regulatory oversight like uh, like they should and and if they are found to be competent and their their um, their plan of development uh, meets all the criteria that we have out there then they should be able to go forward and and ec- exercise their plan at their risk um, and, and that's and that's all I've ever said uh, let me go to uh, Ed morning sir Good morning, Rick. Can you hear me okay? I hear you well. Good. Um, what is your definition of non-feasance in office? Non-feasance in office, that they didn't follow the law. Uh, well, no, no, that they... Uh, I would they get, failed uh, to do what they should have done. Now, a simple that's term, what it yes. is. Okay. Okay. Now, fail to do what they should have done. Now, everybody that that is elected to office that swears to protect and defend the Constitution, not only yeah, the United right. States, but of that state, of that, or even no municipality. Last. Yeah. Correct. Charter. All right. Charter. Yes. Now, if the if the if our federal government failed to protect us with the military, would we have some kind of problem with them? Probably. Absolutely. And the fact is, a lot of people died so that that wouldn't happen. Right. And and this weekend is a memorial of that. Yes. Correct? All right. Okay. Now, I'm going to get specific with you again. I believe that there was money available for appropriation for our past budget. And that money that was available... Or appropriation was the other half of the permanent fund earnings, and our no, no one, no one, no one, no one will disagree with that. Okay, but that's a fact. Is that now, is that non-feasance in office by our elected officials and our governor? Do not do that. I don't see where it is, and you're talking about the uh, uh, ballot measure one, 1990, right? That's absolutely correct. Right. And the reason why I don't see it as malfeasance is because there's two parts to it. No, 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 not malfeasance. I said Or misfeasance. Misfeasance. Okay, nonfeasance. And it's that. There's there's two parts to the the law you're reading and the, the, the one where it says the three quarters vote is for any other purpose and the, so they did Rick, it for any other purpose. Rick, that just yeah. qualifies the the actual action. That's all that does. What the, what the action was, the nonfeasance. They failed to do what they should have done. And that is actionable. Let me tell you. That is well, derelict yeah, of duty. That is violation of oath. And I don't... You know, I, I read it very... I read it very... I, 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 I just... I read it very differently. Oh, yeah. Well, what kind of a constitution would be that you can read it differently. Because when I look at it, it means something very different than what you're saying. No, it doesn't. 
there's a qualification. Well, no, it does. I'm telling you, it does. Standard than what you normally have in democracy, and that is yeah, well, uh, one one over fifty one percent. I'm not even sure what that means. Can I can I can I explain what your point is, and then explain what my point is uh, to everybody well, else after the yeah, break? Yeah, uh, one more point I want to make, and I'll because I know off. what you're trying you to say. Explain. I get what you're trying to say, and I, I, yeah. I can I can I can articulate your point, but I can also articulate mine. Yeah. Well, it may be an argument for the Supreme Court to take up because I really believe that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, and this is how I'm going to portray the state. It's a corporation, and you know it and I know it. And the only I reason a corporation is. exists is to defend itself against a foreign attack, liability attack. Okay? That's why a right. corporation exists. Now, if, if, we're, if our 60 legislators, or actually our board of directors, all right, and the CEO is the governor, how, how much hell do you think there would be if, in fact, those board of directors, upon uh, where it says that they will give a dividend and fail to do it, how much hell do you think they would have got? I know this. They would have got a, got a vote of non-confidence if it ever went to the, the, the whole shareholders. Well, that would no be true. Doubt. That would be true. I'm, I'm running short on time, so I'm going to let you go. But that would be true if it were in the charter of the corporation. But if it's just in the rules, then it's it's less. And and the reason I say that is because the permanent fund is in the Constitution. The dividend is merely in the statutes. It's not in the Constitution. But I will I will articulate what you're trying to say with that uh, uh, constitutional budget reserve ballot proposition, and I will articulate why I don't think it's nonfeasance after the break here. And the rest of our lines are open. If you'd like to talk about something else, you're more than welcome to. It's 522-0650. We'll be right back. It is 654. It's uh, 44 degrees in Anchorage, 44 in Eagle River. Now, we're going to get deep in into the weeds here because I'm going to have to explain Ed's point that he's trying to make and then I'll have to explain my point uh, which is why I don't think there's nonfeasance, misfeasance, malfeasance any of those things yeah, I didn't but get first that of all thing. yeah but but you got a uh, we've got a thing here for people to take advantage of Ortega oh yeah it's a free movie Friday Hey, What's that mean? A free What's that movie mean? Friday Does that mean with there's Adam a free movie? Yes, yes, free movies. What more could you ask for? They want to give you, and, and that means you, not you, but uh, our not listeners, me. a chance right. at a free movie ticket. Now, text them now, Adam Tickets. Text the word EXCITE to ATOM1 now for your chance to win. The Adam Tickets app where you can browse movie titles, buy tickets, invite friends, and even pre-order concessions all from your phone and skip the line standard data and text message rates apply. Now, this is written too small for me to even see, but it says right. see. the easiest way to plan a night at the movies is with Adam Tickets app. 
Win free movie tickets so you can catch a new movie. Text to Excite. Text Excite to Adam1. That's 28661 today to enter for your chance to win. Visit AdamTickets.com for hassle-free movies. Hey. That's the deal. So you text that thing right now. Yeah, exactly. Text okay. it right now. Okay. All right. All right. There we go. So a chance to get something free. Cool. All right. Now, let me get back into the weeds here because uh, back in 1990, for those of you who weren't here, um, we had Ballot Measure 1. Ballot Measure 1 created the Constitutional Budget Reserve. It was the Budget Reserve Constitutional Amendment. All right. And here's what it said on the ballot. Uh, quote, this proposal would create the budget reserve fund in the state treasury. Money the state receives from mineral revenue lawsuits or administrative actions would be deposited into the fund and invested at competitive rates. The fund would be used when money available for appropriation in the year is less than the year before, but only to make up the shortfall. The legislature could only appropriate from the fund for other purposes with a three-quarter vote. At the end of the year, the fund would have to be paid back for money left in the Treasury's general fund. Of course, and there is no any money left in the general fund, so it isn't paid back. But what Ed is trying to say is that this first part of it is when they could appropriate when the money available for appropriation is less than the year before, that there was money available to appropriate. Therefore, they had nonfeasance by appropriating that money. My point is, the second sentence is, for any other purpose with a three-quarters vote, they did that, they had it, and they did okay. We'll be back. Stand by. It is 708, 44 degrees in Anchorage, 40 in Eagle River. This is Free Forum Friday. It's 5220650. Um, so I, I guess I just need to make that point really quickly again. What we voted on and what the Constitutional Budget Reserve is, and then if you look at the statutes, it's very clear. The reason that, that they can uh, they can is because the law says they can. They can appropriate from the fund, Constitutional Budget Reserve, for other purposes with a three-quarters vote. And that's what they've done. Each time they've done it with the three quarters vote, and that quantifies and qualifies for the other purpose, which has nothing to do with how much money was available the year before. So that's why I say they're, uh, you know, and, and if you think it's actionable, take it to the court. But I, I can't read it. I just don't read it that way. Uh, let me go to John on line one. John, good morning, sir. Good morning, uh, Mr. Rydell. Uh, I'm a huge fan, and I, it's great to hear Ed. I, Ed, I love you. I loved your phone call. Uh, it's nice to hear a guy with some backbone. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple little, a couple little things, and I, I'd like to hear you call again, Ed. I mean, I really enjoyed it. Except referring, you know, you referring to our our, our, our politics as a, a corporation. Think of it. I think it'd be better if you thought of it more like organized crime or a parasite. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you go from that angle, as organized crime, you're being kind to call it a corporation. That a parasite is a better analogy. I think about these poor. As I, I'm in Big Lake right now, and I, I have a cabin mm-hmm. out here. When I drive out in the mornings, I see these poor lemmings 
driving to to, uh, to Anchorage every day of their lives to to make a living when they're wasting thousands of hours of and, and years of their lives in their car driving would be so much easier to uh, and so much more beneficial to have the bridge built but that's not unless it benefits the parasite it's not going to happen nothing's going to happen unless you know, what's in it for what's in it for uh, the, the the organized crime you got right. to start from that angle although i'd like to hear a man with some backbone I want to hear you again, and uh, and uh, Mr. Rydell's show is definitely the place to get it out. He didn't put you down, because a lot of people are on your side. I'm one of them. And uh, I just want to say that thank you, Mr. Rydell, for having a show like this. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pleasure, and it's, uh, it is what I do for a living. Thank you for calling, John. Have a great weekend, buddy. Take uh-huh. care. All right. It's uh, Open Phones, Open Topics, Free Forum Friday. You know, I, I would be on someone's side, too, but, but what I'm on the side of is I'm on the side of, you know, what what is it that the law says? What is it that we passed? And, um, you know, it's like when we go back to the uh, Second Amendment, which is one of my favorites, by the way, Um you know, the liberal always wants to say, well, it says a well-organized militia. Okay, well, that's that's the preamble to the right. I mean, when we talk about the Bill of Rights, you know, a well-organized militia being necessary for the security of a state, the right of the people to keep the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Well, here in Alaska, in our Constitution, we, we, we name it. And, of course, the Supreme Court has also ruled uh, stare decisis that uh, that is an individual right and it's really the right of of owning yourself you own yourself therefore you can defend yourself um, because you can defend your property and so it's the right of 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 you owning yourself Uh, and you use the second amendment um, to defend yourself and defend the Constitution of the state of Alaska, or the state, the, the United States, and of course the Constitution of the uh, state of Alaska, because in case of that one doomsday moment where no other rights are being enforced, you know, and 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 you know, I don't know that we'll see it in our lifetime. I don't know that we'll ever see it, but that's what it's there for. Uh, and, and what it says is what it means. And this uh, ballot measure one, the constitutional budget reserve, pretty much says what it means, too. And it's very clear um, that the first way you can appropriate out of it out of it is when the um, um, when the, uh, when the year the money available for appropriation in the year is the year before. Uh, but then you can only appropriate to make the shortfall. Okay. Um, true that that money has been available um, for appropriation. The other, and and I want to say that you know when you do the dividend calculation, it's not defined as a fifty-fifty split, but yet it has become there. There was always the availability of the fifty-fifty split. And that is half used for dividends. The other half was available for appropriation for government um, services. Um, that, in de facto, always gave them that much money that they could appropriate out of that that thing, uh, out of the uh, constitutional budget reserve. They never have until this year, and they could have every year. I just find it a little offensive that the only that the 
the, the two years leading up to the time they used the money that they had to appropriate, they took our half of the calculation and diminished it. And they did it three years in a row, and uh, that, that was somewhat troubling. Uh, let me go to Ilona on line one. And Ortega will have to click that toggle switch for me as I reset mine because um, that's what happens when it goes into that glitch mode. Ilona, good morning, and thank you for the call. Hey, good morning. So, yeah, that's why it's going to be really important to get some conservatives running for all the different yeah. seats um, yeah. that are coming up. You know, and the filing deadline, I believe, is the end of the month. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I know I'm going to be working on my sister's campaign for the Senate seat out in Eagle River, and I just mm-hmm. really encourage people to, you know, get involved because otherwise we're going to end up with the same type of problems in Juneau and some of the challenging votes that have led to a lot of problems like the increase in crime with SB 91 that we're seeing around our community now. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, and, you know, I was just listening to the news about how many more positions were needed for the Medicaid expansion, and I look at all the different, you know, the PMP database and then the crime wave, and, you know, it just seems like instead of a a decrease in government um, services, we've seen a dramatic increase in the number of employees and everything else. So it's going to be really important to get some conservatives down there and hopefully help straighten the state out a little bit that's our i think if that and a governor is our only hope yep i i agree otherwise um i'm seeing a lot of patients that are leaving the state now because of the crime because of the the liberal progressive nature because of the recession up here i mean there's a lot of different factors that are going into it but it really concerns me because we're losing a lot of the good people that are good hard workers up here and um you know it's going to be a real problem for our state if we don't get this turned around so absolutely the other thing that i wanted to remind people about was this um the government is requiring feedback and it has to be in by midnight tonight on this um direct patient contracting um it has the same initials as direct patient care but instead of right now um what people can do is they can pay their physician directly for services, which is a good thing. It gets the government and the insurance companies out of the insurance business or the medical care business so people can actually be in control of their health care. Well, they've taken over this for um, calling it direct provider contracting, and this keeps the government in it and allows um, Medicare patients much less flexibility. So I'm really concerned. I mean, we only have, I think, two clinics that are accepting Medicare patients here in Alaska because of all the rules and regulations that the government is enforcing. Um, And so it's really important for people to do this. And they can go to the um, AAPS website, um, American Association of Physicians, and surgeons, and it has a link to um, where they actually do the comment at CMS. So it's really important for people to go ahead and do this um, today. And the other thing is I wanted to just remind people um, about Memorial Day and how important it is to honor the people that have um, died to keep our country free because, you know, when you travel to other countries, you really recognize how much freedom we have had over the years um, in this country. And we need to make sure, again, that we get some conservatives elected so they don't erode these freedoms through poor people pieces of legislation and stuff so i just want to give a shout out to all the 
military um, people, including um, relatives of mine that have served in the country and those that have died in the service of the country. Yeah. Good message. Have a great weekend, and um, be safe out there. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Bye. All right. It's uh, 522-0650. I've got George on the line, and the rest of our lines open. Uh, we still got about 40 minutes left to uh, do this broadcast, so here's your chance. It's open phones, open topics, free forum Friday. You get to pick the topics today, but you got to dial in right now. 522-0650. We'll be right back. 725, we're back. It's free forum Friday. It's 5220650. I've got George, Representative Laura Reinbold, and Dawn on the phone in that order. And Ortega, if you can click on George's toggle switch, we'll get him on the air. Again, the number to call is 5220650. Good morning, Good morning. George. Good morning. What's up? How are you? Good. Anyhow, we got an election coming up, and probably pretty soon as we get going down the road here, the candidates may be talking about issues and stuff, and I'm sure you will be. But I just wanted to make a prediction because I haven't really heard you say yet. I mm-hmm. predict that you will probably throw your support behind Scott Hawkins, and that's all I got to say. You think so? I do. Huh. How come? Give me your reasons why. I can't do that. I'm going to give them after you make your prediction. After you, after you make your announcement, then I'll let everybody know why. Well, but remember, I don't. I don't throw my support behind anyone in a primary. Uh, well, I mean, you, 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 you'll. Uh, I mean, it's like in other elections, you've, you've you've talked to candidates up a lot more, and I just get the feeling that that's the the one that you will support. So yeah. anyway, well, I, I said, uh, yeah, it's I, a I, personal I, opinion. It's I have my it's own okay. hidden agenda behind it, and I just want to <laughs> leave it at that. Yeah. How, All right. Well, uh, we'll mark that on a calendar. How's that? Mark it on the calendar because I don't think you're going to be supporting uh, the other side. All right. Side. Yep. All right. Yep. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. You've you got it marked on the calendar. Take care. All right. Nope. Uh, 726. Let's go ahead and do our quick commercial break. I've got Representative Laura Reinbold uh, and then Don right after that. It's Free Forum Friday. Got a couple lines open, but we'll be back after this. Stand by. It is 735. It's open phones, open topics, free forum Friday. Representative and now slash senatorial candidate Laura Reinbold joins us. Morning, Laura. Well, good. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning, Rick. How are you? Pretty good. Made a big, big decision. <laughs> yes, you did, didn't you? How, oh, well, how, yeah. How, it, how, was the, it was, how was the struggle getting through all that? It, it was a big struggle because, as you know, I was in the majority for two years, and then I was uh, in the majority, but then they... You know, put my budget cuts back in the budget when they were in control, the Republicans. So I, I voted no on that budget and uh, ended up 
out of caucus for a couple of years, and that was that was rough. But that's when I really connected with the people of Alaska. And then in the last two years under the Democrats, it was really really rough. But I fought to the bitter end. Didn't want to give them an inch of territory in Alaska. So uh, so it was a tough tough uh, four years. You know, plus two pretty good years. So mm-hmm. it, it was easier just to bolt and uh, go live a really high quality life. But I said I love Alaskans. I love Alaska far too much to give up. I know way way too much in Juneau and the ropes in Juneau. So I decided to to take this step for Alaska and for Alaskans. And so yes, I filed for Senate yesterday. Right, and this is a uh, uh, an open seat because uh, uh, the uh, uh, senator formerly known as Faircloth uh, McKinnon has said she's not running again, and so you have declared uh, to run for that seat. Absolutely, yes, and and I really love Chugach Eagle River, and uh, I think that uh, there's some really important work that still needs to be done uh, in Juneau, and so I'm willing to go back there and fight. I still got a lot of fire in my belly, and I think we need tougher criminal law. That's going to be absolutely one of my top priorities. As you know, I was one of the biggest opponents of Senate Bill 91, even when it was in the process in 2015 and 2016. So that's a keeping people safe in their homes and communities, and is critical. And then, of course, you know, the, the big budgets are out of control. We, we grew them again this year. I was an absolute right. no four years in a row now. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, this uh, primary election that we're in, this uh, this is less than three months now. I mean, it's right around the corner. Absolutely. Well, we just got out of Juneau, and I said I wanted 10 days to make sure I cleared my head. And uh, and also I wanted to find a replacement. It was very tough to find a replacement. that was very conservative, uh, powerful, and uh, ready to go to Juneau. And I was able to do that uh, as soon as I got home from Juneau. Uh, I vetted a lot of candidates, and so I'm going to be getting behind a candidate. But I want her to call in, and, and she will, she will uh, be a surprise guest next week. Oh, very cool. No, we'll look forward to that. So this is not, not a known, known quantity yet. No, no, but she's stellar. She's absolutely stellar. So, so I'm, I'm really, really excited to find a, a, a really good candidate uh, for the Eagle River seat to run in District 14. And then I will be helping mentor her and uh, show her the ropes in Juneau, uh, hopefully if, if Eagle River decides to vote for her. And, uh, and so we're going to be a really, a really powerful team. Yeah, well, it's going to be an interesting week, not only on um, on your race, but but all races. As uh, what is it? Next Friday at five is the deadline. Yeah, June first. Yeah, so a lot of stuff could happen between now and then. Absolutely, yes. Um, I'm definitely watching it very very closely, and I'm sure you are too. Um, but Absolutely. you know, it, August twenty first is, is the the real big day. That's the primary and. I really hope Alaskans send a really good team down there because we definitely need some change out. Yeah. Do you have a uh, campaign website and Facebook page up and running yet? I sure do. Yes. Uh, it's Reinbold for Alaska. And so, I, I, you know, because it's me, Reinbold, I work for you. I work for Alaskan. So it's Reinbold for Alaska. And uh, I just posted about an hour ago an article that was in Must Read Alaska. And uh, we were freshening it up and, and changing from House out to Senate uh, this weekend. Right. Very nice. All right. uh, Glad to see you jumping in. Always a pleasure. And keep us updated and stay in touch, okay? Hey, thanks, Rick. And thanks for all the military that is serving. And um, hearts go out to you uh, during Memorial Day, uh, remembering all those uh, that have lost their life on our behalf to protect this awesome nation. Absolutely. Laura Rainbow, thanks for the call today. Take care. All right, uh, 749, so I've got uh, Don. Oh, let's see if I can get this to work here. Hang on. 
There we go. That does that. And then uh, Ortega, will you put Don on the air, please? Uh, our number five two two zero six five zero. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Rick. For the for the folks that are pushing to uh, water down or eliminate the Second Amendment, mm-hmm. can I point out something that seems at least obvious to me? Please. Well, if you get rid of the Second Amendment, the First Amendment isn't going to be worth much. It's Actually, the only one that gives everything else teeth, isn't it? Worth much. Yeah, because you can't really defend them without that, right? Well, you know, and everybody waves their hands, you don't need a gun, blah, 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 blah. But I would point to you uh, some semi-recent history where a bunch of veterans came back from World War II to a county in Tennessee. I'll send you the link if you want to put it up on oh, your site. Oh, it's the Battle, Battle, of, Battle of Athens you're talking Thank about. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, I'm very familiar Oh, yes. So we've been lucky up to now, but now that we have the FBI spying for the opposition, by the way, like <laughs> they did for LBJ, as it turns out. Right, yeah. Um, no, that was just released, that they were able to finally pry that out of the FBI. Time to, time to remove them from the alphabet list and try again. In but um, if, you, if you think that you can ballot box your way in or out, just remember that they had a recent election in Venezuela, and the dictator was, oddly enough, almost unanimously elected. Mm-hmm. Well, in that Battle of Athens, I think, is a really important um, thing because it seems that so many people don't. Yet these veterans were battling corruption, and they had to use the right to keep and bear arms to keep the election um with any integrity, because it was well, corrupt. Well, the, then that's the, that's the other point a lot of people don't see is we remember a guy's name is Joe, ran a little country called the USSR. Yep. And what was his more famous quote? It doesn't matter that who votes, it matters who counts the votes. Exactly, yeah. And that's an interesting point, because some of the more notorious liberal figures, and I hate to use the name George Soros, because he's almost become a boogeyman, no. But he poured serious money into Secretary of State uh, election races for those states that uh, elect those. Here we, we fob it off on the uh, junior governor <laughs> mm-hmm. to, to make sure that uh, liberal causes and liberal candidates would have stuff done in their favor in elections. In essence, trying to affect elections a little bit at a time by slowly infiltrating the infrastructure of the election process. Yep. So anyway, just uh, it's Memorial Day coming up. I thought people should give some serious thought to not just the Second Amendment, but the whole entire Bill of Rights. And think about that, because there's a lot of people in the ground that help defend that. Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. Um, happy Veterans or uh, Happy Memorial Day. Stay right safe. You going to ride your bike out somewhere? Uh, I did yesterday, as a matter of fact, and it was pretty nice. Well, it was pretty sweet. I was out on my bike this morning. Only mine oh, has nice. pedals and three wheels. Yeah, you have a pedal bike. I have a 88 cubic inch engine in mine. So. Well, yeah, anyway. yeah, but mine's quieter than yours. I can sneak up on the wildlife whether I want to or not. Whether you want to or not. All right, buddy, uh, have a safe weekend. Talk to you soon. Thanks. All take right, care. take it easy. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, the other person that has um, declared for that Senate seat out in Re- uh, Eagle River is in Ortega. You're going to have to click the toggle switch for representative, now senatorial candidate Dan Sadler on line two. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Rick. How you doing, sir? I am well. You uh, decided to jump in, too. I did, and I just I had to observe that uh, all the fun stuff happens on the Rick Wardell uh, radio program. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly comes to a head, and I'm not saying like a zit or anything, but, yeah. 
like the peak, like the top. I understand. No. Yeah. So through, um, I actually uh, I have filed for the Senate the District G seat, Rick. Uh, that yeah. uh, Anna McKinnon, uh, formerly Anna Faircloth, has decided not to uh, run for re-election. So, yeah. I've, I've been in our community for nearly thirty years, and I think I've got an appreciation of what the community needs, and I think I've done a good job for the folks in Chugiak, Birchwood, Eagle River, and Jay Bear, and looking forward to carrying that same spirit of service to the entire district. Yeah. So, um, and, and if you do this, you're still going to do our updates during the legislative I, session. I, right? You know, maybe we'll have to do Senate cleaning instead of House cleaning. But yes, I look forward to doing that. Yeah. So, um, uh, so give me a, give me a platform. Uh, what you think you'd want to do in the Senate, and uh, then let's do the website and Facebook page. Very good. Well, you know, I've, I've got the same conservative values as Laura. Uh, I heard her on the program earlier. But I just think that I'll be more effective at actually getting them into policy. You know, I'm a fiscal conservative, and when I had the uh, health and social services budget, I was able to cut 180 million dollars out of it. Um, I support um, the resource industry in Alaska, and I was the co-chair of the Resources Committee when we got SB uh, SB 21 into effect to uh, encourage development of our oil resources and help set up the uh, gas line system that uh, our governor is now exploiting. But So I've got experience in the legislature. I've got uh, good ties to the community. I want to continue to support our resource uh, industries, which is the the base of our economy. I want to reduce the burden of government. Um, I do support uh, stronger public safety. I support repealing SB 91 and got measures to make it easier to uh, arrest jaywalkers, excuse me, joyriders, not jaywalkers, joyriders. And I just think that I'm going to represent the values, uh, the conservative pro-life, pro-military, pro-family values in the River in the uh, Senate. And I look forward to, to working hard to do that. Yeah, and isn't it nice that you guys can battle between conservatives when other, other districts can't even find one? It is, and I don't consider it a battle. This, this is a, a, we'll be co-candidates, and we'll, I want to make sure the people of Eagle River have a choice, and we'll do well no matter what happens, I'm sure. Other parts of the state are, you know, we're watching what happens as people file this last week, and we're going to swap some super liberals for other super liberals, and, and that's discouraging. So, our, you know, our, our, our state will do better if uh, strong conservatives stand up and are willing to go to Chino and do the hard work necessary to, to build an economy and shrink government, and I think I'm that person. Absolutely. You got a campaign website and Facebook page up and running yet, or you want to hold off well, on I'm, that? I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, my friends of Dan Sadler Facebook and www.dansadler.com is the uh, website. And, of course, we've been working hard in the legislature, so I'm going to have to update that with uh, what I've been doing recently and my accomplishments, yep. even in the minority in the last session. And uh, we'll make sure and get that message out to people. So, yeah, dansadler.com and friends of Dan Sadler. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll be talking. Take care. Thanks. Take care. All right. See you. All right. 746. Let's take our quick break, and then we'll come back. I've got Jay and Rich, and then a couple lines open at 522-0650. We'll be back. It is 751. We're back. We're into the final death throes of the broadcast. It's 522-0650. This is Free Forum Friday. I've got uh, Rich and Jay on the uh, telephone. Rich uh, Ortega, if you will click the toggle switch on Rich, we'll get started with him on line one. Again, it's 522-0650. Good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, uh, Rick. How are you doing today? I'm well. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, you too. Say, speaking of that, um, I hope I'm not breaking up. I'm I'm in the Meth Valley up here. Um, I was in the Navy about 45 years ago, and... I remember we took a, an oath to protect and defend the Constitution from both foreign and domestic enemies. Yep. And I'm thinking, you know, I never gave it a thought 40 years ago, but we have domestic enemies in this country right now. 
And I, I would say one of the big ones is a, a judicial branch of the government. They're going around Congress. They're trying to, to uh, take a coup against his president, take him out of the White House. So what do we do with the domestic enemy? I never even gave it any thought. How do we get them out? Yeah, well, yeah, well you know, first we, we try all, all methods at our disposal, elections. Um, uh, uh, you know, if they break the law, we, we, we um, you know, have ways of taking people out of office. We have um, yeah. uh, different legislative ways. We try the peaceful ways first. Well, we, we're finding out that's uh, taken too long. You know, it, it is very... <laughs> <laughs> they're make the guys that make the rules. They're running the show, and and uh, I don't know. There's got to be a different way that the citizenship of this country can can actually stand up and say enough is enough. And and that's the yeah. way I well, talk to I, a lot of my you know, friends. The, the- yeah, the problem is, is, you know, we have like municipal elections with 15 and 20 percent voter turnout. And it's just right. it hasn't gotten so bad yet that the average work and stiff that's not paying attention is paying attention. And it needs there's to a, get there's it a needs, problem. It, yep. Yeah, it needs to get. I don't think it needs to get that bad, but I think they need to wake up. They need to see what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. Gotcha. OK, well, you have a great uh, Memorial weekend. And thanks to all the guys that served. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks for the call. Take care. And especially, um, yeah, you too. Yeah, see ya. Especially those that gave their all. And that's what we're really uh, uh, memorializing this day or on Monday is those that gave their all and that are no longer with us. That's what we're doing. All right. uh, Jay on line three. Good morning, sir. It's almost too short, and you switched up the batting average or the batting lineup there on me, but for Rich. I but did. anyway, uh, I just just too short to to talk too much about the subject I wanted to breach. But yeah. uh, there's one that I can get in. It's the uh, health costs in Alaska, and uh, although uh, uh, the uh, the lady that comes on all the time uh, for the uh, nurse there, the what's her name, Laura's sister. Oh, Ilona, the doctor. Ilona, yeah. You know, uh, Ilona is in the business there, and you you can't pin the tail on one person. To pin the tail on a donkey game, you know, you cannot right. pin those high prices on any one person. It's the whole industry up here. And the reason I bring it up is because being on a fixed income, $100 uh, increase in uh, insurance prices for AARP insurance on your car throughout yeah. Alaska kind of really rings bad to me and uh, yeah, well it's a it's a, when you're on a fixed income that's a that's a lot of money and they keep chipping away a hundred dollars here for taxes a hundred dollars there for you know this and that and it just Every one of those $100, when you've worked 30 years or 50 years for your life or 60 years and retire, yeah. those uh, those little tiny increases still chip away, and not yeah. to mention the in, the inflation. Well, and I don't think, and this is, you know, because you hear me defending those on fixed incomes yeah. all the time, but I don't think, and, and I don't think that the elected officials don't care. I don't think they're considering it. I think they're they're too myopic looking at their own life, and they can go, well, I can afford this so everyone can. Yeah, well, well I just thought true. it was kind of, uh, kind of a really bad taste to uh, increase Alaska's uh, because of the high cost of uh medical insurance that the car insurance company's got to jack your rates up my god yeah and the other thing i was going to talk about was clutina 
And the yeah. Indians, uh, what was it that uh, started the Great Indian Wars? It was trespass. It was the hunting of the native population's buffalo and then the killing of them to starve them out. The hunting of bear, deer, and elk in all these areas that were tr- were uh, trespassed in the very beginning in the great push north until Andrew Jackson said, uh, all you Indians east of Mississippi move west, and that's by manifest destiny. Yeah, not a pretty part. Not a pretty. Yeah, what sign part of you is uh, part Indian? Your leg, your elbow? What tribe? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Which part of me is? I got to run, buddy. I'm out of time. Thank you for the call. It's been the Rick Rydell Radio Program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for watching. I apologize for the actions of my representative, Jason Grant. Have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 